Welcome to the Derek Prince Ministries podcast, helping you to grow stronger in God. For more than six decades, best-selling author and Bible teacher Derek Prince has been a source of inspiration for millions of believers around the world. You too can benefit from his compelling biblical insights. And now, Derek Prince. Yesterday, I painted for you a picture of Israel's bitter disappointment. They'd had this glorious victory. No doubt they felt that all their problems had been settled once and for all. And then they went three days in the desert without finding water. They were thirsty, hot, weary, discouraged. They saw this pool of water gleaming there in the sun. But when they ran to it and stooped to drink, it was too bitter for them to drink. A terrible bitter disappointment. You know, in speaking to large and small congregations at different times, I've often asked people how many of you have had to struggle with disappointment, and very few people in such a congregation would say, I've never confronted disappointment. It's one of the things that come across our way, and really what I'm speaking about in my talks this week is how to understand and face disappointment and get the best out of disappointment. You see, the people were unprepared. They just assumed that everything was going to be easy from then on. There would be no more tests of their faith. But God was not unprepared. God knew what to do. He had the answer. The people grumbled and got nothing. Moses prayed and God showed him the answer. God had that tree ready. He knew what was to be done but it was only through prayer that Moses could find the solution. And I pointed out in my talk yesterday two lessons that apply from that story for you and me today. The first lesson is that great victories prepare us for great testings. They don't indicate that there'll be no more testings. The second lesson was that the bitter pool was in God's program. He led them there. He had a purpose. And then I said yesterday that we still come to bitter pools in our lives today. And I gave you some examples. A broken marriage, a business failure, a health breakdown, disillusionment with a human leader, or perhaps even with a human parent. Today I'm going to make a further application of this story. I'm going to speak on the purpose of testing. You see, the question in our lives is not whether we will experience testing, but only how we will respond to the testing. The testing there at Mara exposed an area in the character of the Israelites that needed to be dealt with, an area that was expressed in grumbling. Let me tell you this, that the Bible has nothing good anywhere to say about grumbling, and grumbling is a way not to solve your problems, but to magnify them. It's not the way out of your problems to grumble. And if, when you come under pressure, you begin to grumble, then you are like the Israelites. There's an area in your character that needs to be dealt with. God knew that area was there all along, but he had to let you come to the bitter pool so that you'd find out what was really inside you. You see, that act of grumbling 
indicates lack of faith, lack of gratitude, self-centeredness, a lot of things that are serious problems and that hinder our further progress in the Lord. The Lord had a lot further for Israel to go than the pool of Marah. He really was taking them to the land that he'd promised. But they weren't fit to make the full journey to the promised land until that thing in their character, which was exposed at Marah, had been dealt with. So when you come to your Marah, your bitter waters, you begin to grumble. Realize that there's something in you that has to be dealt with. And God brought you to that place that he might deal with that thing. But he can only deal with it if you cooperate. You see, the Bible warns us clearly that we are going to experience testing. It's stated many times. One particularly clear passage is in the epistle of James, chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. I never read those words without asking myself, is that how I react to trials of many kinds? Is that how you react to trials of many kinds? When you're walking with the Lord and you're confronted with all sorts of trials, do you consider it pure joy? Do you say, hallelujah, praise God for this trial? Or do you do what the Israelites did, begin to grumble, Lord, why did you let that happen to me? God, I thought you had this situation in control. Now I don't know what to do. Let me read on what James says. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. See, one essential element in Christian character is perseverance. Until we achieve perseverance, there are goals in God which we can never attain to. And perseverance is brought out by testing our faith. You see, there's only, really only one way to learn perseverance, and that is by persevering. And in order to persevere, you have to be in a situation where perseverance is needed. James says, Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. That's God's goal for you. Mature, fully grown up, complete, a fully rounded Christian character, not lacking anything. Do you want that? Do you want to be mature and complete, not lacking anything? How could you wish anything else? All right, then you have to go through the processes. And the process may include your particular Mara, your particular bitter pool. You see, when, when you come to the bitter pool, there's just two alternative responses. The people grumbled. That was the response of unbelief. Moses prayed. That was the response of faith. Which will you do? Next time you come to that bitter pool, which are you going to do? On the shore of that bitter pool, Moses prayed. He cried out to the Lord. There was no other source of help but the Lord. And when Moses took that course to pray rather than to grumble, the response of faith rather than the response of unbelief, God responded with a new revelation of himself. And that was God's purpose in bringing Israel to that bitter pool. He had something for them to learn. And he set them in a context, a situation where 
the revelation he had for them would be appropriate. He responded with a revelation of himself. It was a double revelation, and I'm going to deal with that more fully in my following talks this week. First of all, he revealed to them the tree, the means of healing. Second, and more important still, he revealed to them himself in a new aspect, the Lord, their healer. That was his ultimate objective in that experience at the bitter pool. But today, I just want to point out to you the principle. The principle has been summed up very succinctly in a statement that I heard somebody make once. Actually, I really didn't like the statement when I heard it the first time because I thought, you know, this doesn't suggest that life is going to be the way I'd like it to be. But the statement was this. Man's disappointments are God's appointments. I've said already that a disappointment is one of the things that nearly all of us face. And disappointment really is bitter. It is a bitter pool. When you've had your hopes set high and you're moving forward and everything seems to be going right, and then it all falls apart, it crumbles, and you're left with nothing but disappointed hopes, that's a bitter pool. But what I want you to grasp today, I really want you to take this in. God led you to that bitter pool. He has something good for you at the bitter pool, if you respond the right way. Man's disappointments are God's appointments. We It's something to do with human nature, but when everything's going well and life is pretty easy, most of us tend to be somewhat superficial. We'll be content with the status quo. We'll be content to go to church and pay our tithes and say our prayers and lead a fairly respectable kind of life. But God has got something much further and much deeper for us. And so, somehow or other, he gets us to the bitter pool. And in the depths of agony and disappointment, we cry out as Moses cried. And then we get that much deeper and fuller revelation of God, which only comes on the shores of the bitter pool. So if you've faced a bitter pool, or if you're facing a bitter pool, just bear in mind that your disappointment is God's appointment. Thank you for listening. For more inspiring teaching, visit our website at dpmuk.org forward slash podcast. And like our page at facebook.com forward slash dpmuk to join our online community. Derek Prince, teaching you can trust.